Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Because, see, we have to teach what the Bible teaches, and the Bible says there's one way to God. What does a false teacher teach? There's many ways to God. You've heard that how many times? That's a false teacher. That's his or her message, not God's message. That's wrong. That's deceptive. Sounds good. In fact, today the majority agree. But the majority are wrong. What's another teaching you would hear? Well, you'd hear something like this. When you get to the end of life, everybody goes to heaven. Since the beginning of God's church, history has seen several movements that involve false doctrines. From Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, and suicide cults, many people have been led astray from God's infallible truth. In today's edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark teaches us the importance of being grounded in God's Word as the foundation of our witnessing. When given the opportunity to share the truth, we learn that it's imperative that we do so with responsibility and discernment. Today we learn that no matter how many ways the world might say there is to get to God, only Christ is the true way. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with his continuing study entitled, Your Final Destination. Don't be deceived. Paul said in Acts 20, When I leave the church, from within will rise up false teachers. There's people among us today in this group who have an agenda. They want to draw people to themselves. You're here. I know you're here. That's why the warning. So we can't look at the church and go, well, this doesn't apply to us. Well, it applies to us a lot. And because of that, many are deceived. Many are deceived. Well, if they're just as common as they were in Jesus' day, but they're deceptive, they, they appear as sheep, but they're really wolves, how do we identify them? How do we identify them? Jesus tells us how. Look at verse 16. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus by their fruit, you will recognize them. We'll talk about fruit in a moment. Here's a couple things. How do I recognize a false teacher, a false prophet, a false pastor, someone that's evil but looks good? How do I recognize them? Two main ways. By what they teach and how they live. 
In other words, their message and their lifestyle. You see, a true prophet, true pastor, what's my role today? My role is simply to be a spokesman for God. My role is that I, I, I teach a truth according to this, and I'm just the go-between, I'm just the mouthpiece from God to you, using this, as you'll see in a moment, as the standard. And then, secondly, it's not, a true shepherd isn't just somebody who has a, a good teaching on a weekend, but he, he lives the life. Not perfect, there are none, but he lives the life. So when you see me at Publix or out or whatever, I'm the same guy as in here. Maybe dressed a little different. Hallelujah. <laughs> but the same guy. So what does a false teacher do? Well, he has a different message. He says he speaks for God, but he actually has a different message. Oh, it contains some of this. But it's way different. And his lifestyle. Here it's wonderful. But the real person you'd be shocked by. You say, well, how come it doesn't come out? It's because he's deceptive. He plans it. Around us, got the sheep outfit. At home, it comes off. And that's why we see all of these Disasters in the church. Some appear this way, but really this is the way they are. Well, what do we judge the teaching by? What do we judge the lifestyle by? One thing, you see it. We judge by one standard, the inerrant, which means there's no errors. The word of God. That's what we judge by. You see, all of God's word is true and can be trusted. Proverbs 30 verse 5 says, every word of God is flawless. Well, Pastor Mark, give me some examples of what a, a false teacher would teach. Well, I'll give you a couple. Remember in the context where we're at? Jesus said this last week. There's one door to the road of life, and that's Jesus. And there's one way once you become a Christian, that's following Jesus. And there's one destination, and if you do that, it's heaven. So what would somebody teach that's different than that message? Well, you hear it all over. Because, see, we have to teach what the Bible teaches, and the Bible says there's one way to God. What does a false teacher teach? There's many ways to God. You've heard that how many times? That's a false teacher. That's his or her message, not God's message. That's wrong. That's deceptive. Sounds good. In fact, today, the majority agree. But the majority are wrong. What's another teaching you would hear? Well, you'd hear something like this. When you get to the end of life, everybody goes to heaven. We're all God's children. You'll hear plenty of people teach that. Well, that's wrong. That's not what God's word says. Remember, it isn't Calvary Chapel. It's not the standard. It's the Bible. It's what Jesus taught us last week. This is not the teaching of the disciples, even though when they do it, they're inspired. This is Jesus' teaching. So people would say there's lots of different ways of salvation. doesn't include the narrow gate, doesn't include the narrow, whatever. Well, how do they do it? False teachers add or subtract from the word of God. What does that mean? Well, today we have many cults. They're wonderful people, but they add to the word of God. Let me give you a couple examples. The Mormons, 
They add to the Word of God. You see, well, they say they believe in the Bible, but you've got to have the Book of Mormon. Well, the Book of Mormon's from a demon. He wasn't an angel of light. Moroni? He's a demon. And the Mormons continue to change their beliefs. By the way, pray for the Mormons. They're wonderful people. They're just deceived. Do you know we have many Calvary chapels in Utah, which is just filled with Mormon people. And more and more people are becoming Christians. And they're leaving. Two of their elders have left. And they're becoming Christians. Praise God. Now, why? You say, well, it doesn't matter. They're nice people. They believe in God's word. And, and so they have some funky doctrine. But when you have funky doctrine, and there's many ways when you get here, you're at the wrong destination. Is that important? Is there anything more important? Jehovah Witnesses subtract. They have their own Bible. Supposedly their own scholars who couldn't read Greek and Hebrew but translated. See, the people are, it's sad. They say Jesus isn't God. But let me give you another one that's very, very subtle. If you watch lots of Christian programming on television, they will preach the word of God. They're born again. They'll preach the word of God. But they don't preach all the word of God. You'll hear things like this. God loves you and has a great plan for your life. Heaven's going to be awesome. You need to have good self-esteem. Don't be an angry person. You be a kind person. By the way, are those things biblical? Huh? Well, sure they are. I want that, don't you? But you won't hear this. Sin. Hell. You'll never hear teaching on hell. You'll never hear teaching on sin. You never hear that you... See, what you hear is, you're really a good-natured person. You have a good nature. No, the Bible says exactly the opposite. That my nature without God is miserable. So, they teach the Word of God. It sounds right, but they just don't teach a lot of the Word of God. And that which they leave out leaves us deceived. You know, Jesus taught the Word of God. Do you know Jesus spoke about hell more than heaven? So I take my cue from Jesus. Now, I don't take it like this. I fire and brimstone, you guys are going to hell tomorrow morning. Right? That's ridiculous. I mean, who would come back? You watch some TV programs, you see that. I'm going, Lord, help us. Not only am I embarrassed for them, but can you see Jesus doing that? No. So what do we see? Well, how bad will it get? Listen to 2 Corinthians. But I fear that somehow you will be led away from your pure and simple devotion to Christ, just as Eve was deceived by the serpent. You seem to believe whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preach, or a different spirit than the one you received, or a different gospel. Paul says, you seem to believe, hello, sheep, sheep, oh, it's the right thing. Just believe whatever it is. You just believe it. You see, if I stand here today with a religious robe on, you'll see this again later, most people go, and I got a Bible, I just believe everything he says. No, you want to 
Check out everything I say. According to this. According to this. So we have to be very careful. Paul says, people just, sheep just believe. They just, one after the other, they just, they just go over the cliff. They're assuming. They're too trusting. They need a true shepherd. Well, Jesus says, you, you can know the false ones by fruit. What grows on a tree? A bad tree, a good tree. Good tree has good fruit, bad tree has bad fruit. What does it mean by fruit? Fruit means this. If you watch the life of a pastor or preacher or teacher or even a Christian, so-called, good or bad, well, the fruit is character and conduct. In other words, fruit doesn't... I plant a tree tomorrow. I don't get fruit tomorrow. I get a fruit in a few years. So sometimes it's a process. We're not really sure what's happening. So that means that I have to watch a person's life, and I'm not going to be super judgmental, but I'm going to watch a person's life. Do I see conduct becoming like Christ? Do I see the character, long-suffering, kindness, meekness, gentleness, love? Not perfect, because there's none of those. But do I see this conduct? Do I see this kind of growing and becoming like Jesus? That's a sign that the person is real, because God's changing them. Here's another sign. Especially for a church. If you're in a church and, and you ask the people, well, what's happening in the church? And you say, man, they got this great thing and they got a new gym coming over here. And it's, and everything you hear is about buildings or you hear like, well, I just show up like when I want and it kind of make me feel good to be there and they don't hassle me too much and I can get there a half hour late. Nobody even says anything. I just love that kind of stuff. And I, I never have to worry about worship. And I, I just come and there isn't any big deal there. And I, I just love that church. That's one thing. But what if you hear about this? Cause I hear this all the time from people. I have real estate people stop me all the time and say this. I have all these people come and I say to them, they say, well, we're moving in the area. Can you tell me where there's a good church? And all these people that come here say, everybody seems to be saying Calvary Chapel. Because one thing, when you go there, the pastor's incredible. (laughs) Cut it out. Here's what they say. That was deceptive. (laughs) Here's what they say. After you're there a while, your life changes. Yes! That's it! That's healthy sheep! So that means, listen, listen, that means that the word that's coming from the pastors that are here, pastors, is real. They're real. Because it's proved in your life. Healthy sheep reproduce. That's the key. And so... As you look, and I just want to congratulate you this morning because you're changing, you're growing, you're becoming more like Jesus. And because of that, that simply means that the person that's here is giving the truth and trying to live as Jesus challenged us. Now, we have to be watching out for those people who are deceived by simply sounding religious. I said to you that many times these people are motivated by money, fame, and power. It may take time to notice them, but you will. Be careful of television, Christian television. Many people will motivate you to get your money. If you turn a program on and all you hear is this, plan a seed into our ministry and God will bless you. Write him a letter and say, plan a seed by giving me money and God will bless you. (laughs) See if it works. You won't get a response. So see, if the motivation is all money, or it's all power, or if it's all pushing themselves with pride, 
Be very careful. That's not the way Jesus lived. I try to live like you guys live. That's my goal. We try not to be pushy and push you for money. We don't do that. Be very careful. And I just, this is a pet peeve. Is that all right if I give you a pet peeve? I'll get a bunch of emails, but it's all right. <laughs> when you watch Christian television, be careful because it's become a motivator to get your money by all kinds of stuff. Big deal is the health field now. You can get this skin cleanser. You can get this multivitamin thing here. It's only twenty nine ninety five, but it helps go toward this building and whatever. And pretty soon we're taking all these vitamins and all these things. And I, I, my background's pharmacy. I can get you the vitamin for two bucks, or you can buy this one because it's better, not for twenty nine ninety five, but it has a Christian name on it. Be very careful. How many Christian diets are out there? What do you mean by Christian diets, Pastor Mark? Well, they have a Christian name. You know, it's the Garden of Eden diet. <laughs> do you know what they ate in the Garden of Eden? I don't know what they ate. I know one thing I don't want to eat is the fruit. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> but you send your money to it. And, and we're just ridiculous. And then we have one. I'll just say it. I'll probably get sued. That's all right. Just, the Maker's diet. Jesus ate this way. Jesus didn't eat that way. You look at it, he never ate that way. Now, if you're on a diet, that's cool with me. But remember, behind it is a way to make money. Be very careful. So let me give you four keys this morning. Before you write these four keys down, let me talk to you about something. As we talk about false and true, what's the danger? Here's the danger. Watch me, watch me, watch it. I think... You smell like, like a wolf. <laughs> and see, pretty soon I get, I'm looking in everybody's eyes. <laughs> and I turn on the television and go, ah, that pastor there looks like a false teacher boy. <laughs> and so now we become the Calvary Chapel heresy hunters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we become nothing but cynics. And everybody will look at, they're wrong, they're wrong, they're wrong, they're wrong. By the way, do you think our church is perfect? Wrong. It is not perfect. There are no perfect churches. So don't become this heresy kind of person. You're always looking for something, and you're so legalistic, nobody will ever want to be around you. Second, don't be gullible. You see, there's the balance. Everything you hear, you just take in. No. Just because a guy has a suit on or, or a robe on or his garb on, and he, you can't do it. Be careful. Many of our churches today subtract from the Word of God. Let me give you a couple examples. Methodists, Episcopal, wonderful Christians in many of those churches. But you know what's happening today? From the pulpit, some of their pastors say, doesn't matter what lifestyle you live. You can be a homosexual minister in our church. God loves everybody. Wrong. He loves them, but he hates their sin. And so we have to be very careful. And here's four keys. Be careful what you, what or who you listen to or watch. You see, we're gullible. It's the Christian channel. Zombie out. Just feed me. Feed me. I have to tell you this. Many, many, many of the Christian programs are unbalanced. There are some, some that are tremendous. You know the main names. Swindoll, Stanley's, those kind of people are credible. Be careful. Be careful. Second, be careful what you read. 
The Christian books industry is huge. By the way, be very careful if you read a book from a pastor. (laughs) I was waiting to see how long you'd be. In our bookstore, which all the prophets go to missions, we watch what we carry. We don't carry every author. It doesn't mean I don't believe the other authors are believers. It's just sometimes their stuff. And again, we're not perfect. It's a little off this way or that way. So we try to protect you that way. Number three, be careful what church you attend. This is not a perfect church. There's many wonderful churches in Brevard County that teach the Word of God. This is not one that's perfect. There are no perfect churches. We're just among that group that teach the Word of God. Praise God. We're going to be together when we get to heaven. Don't think like, I want to get to heaven. There's Calvary Chapel, side little group over there. That's a place where we can wear jeans and cutoffs or whatever. It's cool. (laughs) No! Here's the Baptist with her ties over there in that corner. (laughs) No, actually, we're all going to wear that white gown I talked about with our little harp sitting on the cloud. (laughs) Not! Heaven's going to be great. I do want to say this, and I want to say mostly to those of you that are watching by the Internet. If you're from out of town and you don't go to church, or the church you go to, let me just say it this way, the church you go to doesn't teach this, don't ever go back. You say, well, Pastor Mark, that's a pretty bold statement. That's what Jesus would say, because you're being deceived. You see, if it doesn't teach the Word of God, why are you going there? Find a church in your hometown, and there's many of them, all kinds of labels. Go in and say to the pastor, do you teach the Word of God? If he says yes, go good. And then listen to see if he does, just as you should be doing here. Number four, never compromise the truths of the Bible. You say, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can understand or discover who a false teacher is. I'm just a sheep. Yes, you can. Look at verse 16 and verse 20. Jesus says, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Verse 20, by their fruit, you will recognize them. In other words, I can recognize, you can recognize false prophets, false teachers, false pastors. We can have discernment. We can spot them and we can avoid them. I can. It's not you may or maybe you will. He says, you will recognize them. Let me just say. Anytime I teach about heaven or hell or destination or whatever, it causes a little, a little uneasiness in me. Because, see, I'm a shepherd. And I have responsibility somewhat to where you're going to spend eternity. You have the final choice. But I have a tremendous responsibility to speak the truth. I don't want you to be confused. I don't want you to be deceived. I don't want you to be distracted. Today, in our message entitled, Your Final Destination, Don't Be Deceived, Pastor Mark addressed one of the greatest dangers we face in the church, deception. In our study, we learned how the enemy seeks to lead us astray using multiple methods. One such method that Pastor Mark covered is through false doctrines. Today, we learned that in order to recognize deception, we need to be grounded in God's Word continually. Social media is a huge blessing that most of us use every day. We want to encourage you to become our Facebook friend and follow our Twitter feed. 
At the Facebook page and Twitter feed, we post information about upcoming events, discipleship articles, and encouraging quotes that will inspire you in your walk with Jesus. Log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the links to the Calvary Chapel Melbourne Facebook page and Twitter feed. Or simply search for Calvary CCM on Facebook or Twitter. We even have a specific Facebook page for the Vieira Campus. Simply search for Calvary CCM and you'll see the Vieira Campus Facebook page in the search results. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Again, our web address is LessonsForLivingRadio.com. None of us can recall a time where we actually enjoyed being deceived in a malicious manner. What's worse still is that many are deceived on spiritual levels that have eternal consequences. In our next edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will teach us about the severity of spiritual deception. In our study, we'll learn about the unfortunate reality of those who believe they're saved but never enter into a relationship with God. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through the Gospel of Matthew. That's next time on Lessons for Living. Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His Word made flesh in a hurting world A new hope He is given